Hi, my name is Eli. I play Lyra, and it's good to be here. Hi, my name is Jory. I play Marina, and it's good to be here. Hello, my name is Jordan, and I am playing Amicia, and it is wonderful to be here. Hi, I'm Jesse. I'm playing Vixen, et je suis d'être Bonjour, je m'appelle Jillian. I'm the GM for this game, aka Glitter Mom. I made that up, it's not real. And get ready for a love attack! Welcome to Many Realms. Today we're playing Glitter Hearts by Greg Leatherman, a Powered by the Apocalypse game about magical girls and the power of friendship. Our game takes place in Montreal, one of Quebec's only bilingual cities and a bustling artistic metropolis. Every February, Le Carnaval d'Hiver is typically celebrated in Quebec City, but festivities have made their way to Montreal this year with a big outdoor setup in the Quartier des Spectacles, which is about one metro stop away from the university where our protagonists are enrolled. The festival promises chocolat show, hot chocolate, maple taffy, ice carving, an ice hotel, and of course, the iconic Bonhomme Carnaval. The beloved mascot. It just picture like the Stay Puffed Man or the Michelin Man, but he's wearing like a red toque and a Métis style sash. Like a snowman. Because he's a snowman. <laughs> he does not look like a snowman. Yeah, the Stay Puffed Marshmallow is more accurate. But he like is a snowman. A snowman yeah. from your nightmares. He doesn't look like a snowman because he has legs and arms. Yeah. Yeah. We will join our four protagonists and their pal Pippin in their crowded dorm where they're getting ready for the festivities. Please introduce yourself, name and pronouns, and tell me what you are wearing. Lyra is my character. Her pronouns are she and her. Um, And she's wearing like a cozy red sweater, um, a black pleated, like, collegiate skirt and some thigh highs which are sheer text so they're super tough we're not um promoted by sheer text but i i would really love that sheer text please pay attention to me notice me senpai sheer text <laughs> oh yeah what's your major also oh um lyra is a business major because she would like to one day own a restaurant and her parents would not pay for if she went to cooking school Cool. Great. Uh, hi, I'm playing uh, Misia or Sia as the nickname. Uh, her pronouns are she, her. And in terms of what she's wearing, it is, as always, all black. She has some sweet combat boots ready to go. A nice, like, knee-length dress, but over the top of it is like a uh, like a double XL sweater. And she's basically swimming in it. And when she puts the hood up, there's a little, a little cat. Little, Oversized little, little sweater? Cat ears. Oversized sweater club. Yeah. I like I'm surprised it. you went that route, but, you know, that's fair. We're, we're a collective of baddies. That's I think true. it's only fair. <laughs> love, love to see Jordan leaning into the, the gaw uh, zone. It's coming out a lot, babe. Do you have something you want to tell us? <laughs> Mom, know, dad. It's a, good, it's a good look. Black is always a good look. I don't know what you want. What do you want me to say? Black is always just sleek, good, clean. I don't have to worry about like dirt showing up on it. If you get a little rough beating up bad guys, it's good. That's good. 
Yeah, what's uh what is Sia's major? What is she studying? Hmm. Game development. That's dope. I love her. Yeah, she's cool. <laughs> okay. Uh Jory. Yeah, Marina is wearing a um like kind of stiff uh long winter coat, like a pea coat. It is dark blue. She has her hair tied up with a ribbon in a tight uh bun and she has earmuffs. Okay, does Marina also use she, her pronouns? She, her pronouns, and she is a dance major. We're in Pippin's dorm? Sure, somebody's dorm. Do we care. trust Pippin? Yes. Okay, then I'm fully stark naked, lying sprawled on the bed, but it's okay because I'm a little cute magical fox. <laughs> God. I'll do a... <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so bad. I'll do a good one. What that is a good one. Vixen... <laughs> that's the good one is the problem <laughs> vixen so vixen is the magical creature vixen is the the correct term is spirit guardian and vixen is the magical girl trope of that sort of helper advisor magical animal and i'm a pink magical fox like creature and since pippin is trusted i can be in my proper form curled up on the bed maybe like nuzzling against uh lyra as she's getting ready um, but when people are around, I need to stay out of sight. I can transform into a little keychain of myself that clips onto her backpack. But right now I'm just like nuzzling, eating some like seaweed, little seaweed cheats. Love those. So salty. Do you wear any clothes? I have um, a ceremonial thick pink ribbon that's wrapped around my neck and tied in a big bow at the back. Cute. And Pippin is, is like a flop of purple hair. They are wearing like a big zip up hoodie under a black jacket and they have some dark uh, lipstick on and they just kind of look at you and go, all right, kiddos, is it time to go? I leap onto Lyra's backpack and after a little flash of ethereal pink light, a little keychain of myself is hanging there, but I uh, can still speak telepathically to the rest of the group and I say, je suis prêt. Allons-y. Allons-y. Um, I double check my backpack and make sure everything is in it that I might need. Some emergency snacks, my wooden spoon. <laughs> my wooden need? spoon is my is my wand. What if I come across a pot of chili? Oh, that oh, oh yes, it also functions as a regular spoon. If I may for you, because a lot of the times chef students carry their whole knife kit around. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. I have my whole it ass knife up. kit. Okay, the knife kit is like for close range because I do usually use fire magic, but it's there. Good, thank you for filling. I just thought for your education. It's good. good. (laughs) Oh, that's who. But I want to say canonically, Lyra does not wear a jacket because she just uses flames to keep herself warm. Whoa, she runs hot. Yeah. Uh, Sia is just ending her stream. All right, guys. Like I'll see you next time. And she ends the stream and tucks one of her four phones that she carries on her at all times into her left uh, um, hoodie pocket. Okay. Poggers. Excellent. You, uh, the four of you walk or are carried down the block to uh, the Cartier de Spectacle, where there's like a big outdoor setup um, with like ice sculptures and a bunch of booths. Um, You can picture like the Christmas market, um, like we have here in Toronto, if you like. So people have like hot chocolate and cider and like trinkets you can buy. What do you want to hit up? Wow, there's so many pretty lights. It kind of reminds me of home. Oh yeah? What, um, yeah, what's your home like? It's full of lights of every color and shade you can imagine all pulsing and glowing and swirling. It's like a dream. (gasps) 
I think I see donuts. Donuts? Lyra goes towards the donuts. Ask him for cinnamon sugar. Oh, can we get some extra cinnamon sugar? Yeah, on both. Yes. Sucre cannelle, coming right up. Thank you. Oh, that, could you, do you have a mouth when you're a keychain? No, you can't eat this. No, right just now. save me some in your backpack for yeah, later. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually, <laughs> um, I subtly like flip my keychain into my backpack so that ah, it's dark. If you want to like turn into your normal self and take a few bites, that's okay. <clears throat> dark and warm. Just like cinnamon, cinnamon sugar, yeah. No, I'm just picturing like a fox like rolling around. <laughs> the backpack is like yeah. bulging and like lumps are coming out as I eat I'm three gonna cinnamon gonna sugar gonna donuts. Lyra comes back with a mouthful of donuts and a lumpy backpack. <laughs> What's some of the like, uh, is there like little games around or is that not a, a part of it? No, that's definitely part of it. There's like axe throwing. Sold, axe throwing. Uh, what's that in French? Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I'm into axe throwing. Nice. <laughs> okay. I, I I wanted to I wanted to uh, invite Marina to axe throw. Marina, I challenge you to a duel of fates. <laughs> do you, Do you accept my challenge, Jory? I do accept your challenge. However, I contend that it's not fates; it's skill. Because I'm going to wipe your butt with axe throwing. No, wipe <laughs> your butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you wipe her butt, I'm gonna shit. Pickle Rick is quaking. Oh my god. What was I trying to say? So you're gonna wipe the wipe. floor with her. Jeepers. I'm gonna wipe her butt. <laughs> you should have just doubled down <laughs> and been like, I'll wipe your butt off the floor or something. That actually made me laugh so hard. There's now a, a split in my lip. <laughs> you like got a busted lip. I'm crying. Let's get a take two on that, just in case. No, uh, just in case. No, we yeah. need a take two. Why don't you just let the axe's poorly defined gravity speak for itself? All right, I accept your challenge, and I don't think it's fate; it's skill. And I'm gonna kick your ass at. Ass throwing. <laughs> ass throwing. <laughs> I think you're trying to derail the episode and you're trying to cause problems. Yeah. I'm gonna like do this in I, post. Yeah, I hope that you win. No, please keep this, please. Alright, uh, so I, I step up to the stands. Uh, who, who, who am I looking at? What is the axe throwing uh, madame or monsieur look like? Um, so the axe throwing is led by, um, twins, Jean-Paul and Jean-Claude. Confusing. Yeah. Mm. They're both wearing, um, black toques and red plaid jackets. And, uh, they dramatically, like, stand back to back. And they're like, two challengers approach. It's very Team Rocket of them. I love them. Two axe throws, please. Axe throwing. How many axes do we get? Okay. It's uh, Saint Piaz for five throws. And uh, may the best girl win. Lyra comes back, uh, cheering you both on. Great. Let's go. I think you can just, like, roll plus physical. What's your physical? One. <laughs> Ten. Twelve. 
What? Fuck! Upset. Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> so Marina, all your axes hit the target, and they're all, like, pretty close to the center. You're feeling very good about your performance. And then you look over as Sia just hits, like, the last three throws as bullseyes. <laughs> Winner, Ganyan! Uh, I, I pick a giant stuffed creature that is perhaps reminiscent of Jesse. What are you saying about me, Jordan? Jesse or Vixen? No, just a little <laughs> Jesse. A <laughs> Vixen, a Vixen. Um, about as big as, as me, but I don't really want it, I guess. But I take it anyway, and I turn to uh, Marina and I say, Well, it was okay. It was a good try, babe, but uh, today I win the day. It was a fluke. Okay, well, you don't have to be a poor sport about it. Lyra will butt in a little bit and try to calm everyone down. I think it just means you're both getting really talented. Don't worry, we still know that you're the tough athlete of the group. Yeah, Jean-Paul and Jean-Claude are just like, hey, bravo, like, we we don't see a lot of bullseyes here. And uh, uh, it starts to snow. <gasps> oh. Oh. But it doesn't stay snow for long. It actually turns into hail out of nowhere. It gets so heavy so fast. And these are like, this is chonky hail. Um, it hurts. And before you know it, it's not even hail anymore. They're just like giant snowballs that seem to be like being, these snowballs are being pelted like at the different installations. You hear like the ice sculptures start to break and shatter. Um, you hear screams as booths collapse. Yeah, this, this is bad news. Ah, we need to find shelter, quick! Wait, no, I think we should get like a tarp or something and put it over the buildings. We gotta stop this from destroying everything. Yeah, we gotta stop it from destroying us. Let's find somewhere we can transform. Look, the education tent is empty. <laughs> Nobody wants to be there. <laughs> We go into the educational tent and hide behind the dioramas. Yes. Okay. Right? Uh, sure. Do you want to, like, thwart peril to be sneaky? That's a physical roll. Damn. Eleven. Eight. Eight. Lyra, you take off sprinting, and you dive into the educational tent where there is no one, and you are successfully sneaky. No one has seen you dash in here and you are able to transform no problem. My other two pals, Marina and Sia, you notice the, the giant snowballs are, are starting to stack uh, on each other to create snowmen, like the pesky ukulele uh, villains that I don't like, little enemies. Uh. <laughs> and they're, they're starting to like bounce towards you menacingly. Oh shit. Yeah. Can I try and do, like, a cool gymnastic flip to get out of their way? Yeah, please. And then use that to also help pull. Are you doing this together? We, do you want to do this together? Uh, I don't know. Have you come over your petty squabble? Sorry. <laughs> so No, I have not. You're still friends. <laughs> Maybe you don't because you're, you're in a petty squabble. Yes, I'm going with Jory. So, yeah, if, if, uh, if Marina and Sia are doing this together... 
you can either psych each other up or like physically support each other and you can roll with physical or emotional. So one of you will roll first and then depending on how well you roll, stuff will happen. I think Jory's rolling. Seven. Uh, do you consider your relationship competitive or cooperative? Competitive. So Sia, you gain one point to your power pool. So mark that down. And then you get plus one to your next roll, but Marina is in danger. Okay. So I think Marina, you can like chuck Sia out of the way. Okay. Ah! But you, you still have to like fight a snowman or do something. Okay, so I got Sia out of the way, and I'm going to, again, try and do a flippy-do, dancerly runaway out of the danger. I think it's the thwart peril. If it's thwart peril, I get more. <laughs> I keep rolling badly, but I have so much. Um, like, on these thwart peril rolls, I have plus three. Damn, damn. That one was 11. Okay. <laughs> Tell me... How this goes. I think um, I'm picturing kind of like a Kim Possible doing like backflips and cartwheels up and around the uh, snowballs quite gracefully until I get back to where everyone else is behind the, the or in the educational tent. And then uh, when I land, I have a hair that has come out of my bun and I tuck it back in. Nice. Okay. I think you've all made it to the education tent, which means... You are able to transform unseen. What's our sequence look like? Girls, this is no ordinary storm. There's magic in the air. I can smell it. Oh, threads of fate, weave yourselves into a path to victory. First, we start with the classic, like, magical girl transformation, you know. The clothes kind of strip away in, in favor of, like, this glittery, ethereal, shimmery body. And there's like a spinning sequence, very classic. Um, and then her ribbon like flows in a circular motion around her, almost like a hula hoop. And then on beat, like tightens around her back and ties itself. And then she tightens the bow and tugs at it and says, let's get cooking. And then you gotta say your color. Okay, she says, Bordeaux, let's get cooking. So similarly, starts off the same. She pulls out the ribbon from her bun and our hair gets let loose. It's about just below shoulder length. And she is wearing a long tunic with a low cut unitard underneath, all various shades of blue. The tunic is clasped in the middle by a, with a little, um, little fox face. And that's what's holding it on and also wearing thigh-high uh, black boots, because that is very important. She pulls the ribbon tights and makes a little like snapping whip sound and says, Azure, let's dance. For Sia, she sits down and, and, and just kind of is floating in the air as if sitting in a, a gaming chair as, <laughs> uh, you know, her clothes kind of do the classic like Poof, as the new ones take shape. And she actually is in like a checkered pattern suit that has very, very tight black gloves, leather at the end. And through down the sleeves, the ribbon kind of almost reinforcing the whole suit underneath comes out at the wrists and holds two phones on either end about three inches away from her hands. They're suspended by this thin ribbon. Um, and she goes, uh, 
All eyes on me. No R. The fox keychain on Lyra's backpack that she dropped to the floor when she began her transformation starts to detach from the backpack and float into the air. A sphere of perfect pink light passes over it once, twice, like a reflection caught on a trans-dimensional frequency. And then, uh, again, the fox form is replaced with that ethereal silhouette. The loop of pale pink ribbon that had tied the fox to the backpack unravels and forms like a beautiful coil around the shimmering fox silhouette. And then as it turns into a twisting, changing form made of pure pink light, suddenly Vixen appears in full fox form, her eyes blazing with pink fire. And she says, we need to find out What's going on with that storm? And we need to keep everyone safe. Wait a minute. Where's Pippin? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Pippin was hanging out, eating eating some poutine. They kind of wandered off because they are not, not as strong as you and wouldn't be participating in axe throwing. So they went off in search of poutine. So they were, they were snacking last you checked, um, but you finish your transformation, you step out of the education tent, and you see the snowmen converging on poor, unsuspecting Pippin. Oh, Stee! <laughs> what? It's a swear word. I oh. did research. No French enough for this. Zut de l'eau! not true, I didn't even Fuck, I haven't heard that a lot. Good. What's the plan? How tall are they? How big are they? I think they're like person sized. Okay. Okay. Uh, can I consult my my phones? And I like it to be like like I'm almost like the Pokedex, but it's just Google. And because these that this type of thing that we're doing is always about education, even though they're obviously snowman and obviously like they would melt. I'm like looking them up and <laughs> like find like. They're snowmen. They're made of snow. S- snow is <laughs> only exists in cold temperatures, which just means if we heat them up, we might be able to melt them, and then they won't be snowmen. Would you like to roll glimpse the truth? Yes, I would. I'm very good at that. Oh, 13. Ooh. Okay, you can ask any question. Uh, re- regarding these snow creatures? Yeah. Uh, what's the meaning uh, of life? Ask what's the meaning of life. <laughs> sure, I'll just do like what, what? What is their? What is their weakness? Snowmen, duh, are vulnerable to uh, heat, but you also know from this role, from looking in your not copyrighted Pokedex, it, it's like Frosty the Snowman. Like they've all they've all kind of like ended up with like a piece of clothing. Right, so some some have hats, some have scarves, some have found sticks with mittens on them somehow. You do not know how this came to be. It was just like snowing, hailing, whatever, just moments ago. But you think that if you can disrobe them, <laughs> that, that the magical connection will break. I use my magical girl powers, and I am I am lightning infused, so I actually can move extremely fast with uh, uh, no consequence to the whole peril thing. So I'm gonna go phew, straight over to our our two the twin Johns and uh, grab a couple axes and zip right back, and I'm gonna pass them to Marina and say, "You said it was a fluke, right?" I know it was a fluke. Okay, 
Let's see you hit that. Aim for the fuzzy red hat on the top of that one there. Wait. And then Lyra wants to infuse these axes with fire. Okay, cool. Is that just like flavor? Is that a thing you can do? Uh, my own attacks can be infused with fire, like burn. But I don't think I can infuse other people's things with fire. So let's say it's flavor. Can you like set them on fire and now they're just on fire? Can you set an axe on fire? I think magically you could set an axe on fire if you wanted to roll like we can do this together. Mystical. As with a supernatural intervention. I do want that. But you, I think you can only do this to, to one person. Okay, so I'm going to do this to uh, Marina. And I have well-executed machines. So when we use you can do, we can do this together, I upgrade that hero's result to the next level instead of giving you a plus one. What the fuck? That's huge. Sweet. Okay. Go ahead and roll with Mystic. Oh no, my Mystic is minus one. Seven. So now I get a 10. And is your relationship cooperative? Yeah, I'm cooperative to Marina. Okay. So Marina, you get an automatic upgrade on your next roll and Bordeaux is in danger. So I'm about to throw this axe. So does that thwart peril? I think you're clashing at this point. Roll with physical. 10. So we're going to treat this as if you rolled a 12. Cool. On a 12 plus, choose an enhanced effect instead. All magical heroes get plus one forward. You suffer no damage. You inflict double damage or you force the enemy to flee. I'm going to give all heroes plus one forward. Okay. So everybody gets plus one on your next roll. Yeah. So I throw my flaming axe at this no man's red hat. I don't even touch the snow on the snowman. It is completely intact when I knock the hat right off, although the flames melt the top of its head just a little bit. Um, does the snowman just like deanimate as soon as the hat's off of it? Yeah, it, stop, it stops bouncing, it stops moving. It is just now a mundane snowman. Yeah, so as the snowman like freezes in whatever position it was in last, I uh, smugly turn to Sia and say, see? Damn. Hey, I knew you could do it. And that's when the carrot nose from another snowman (laughs) hits you in the back. Oh no. (gasps) And you take uh, two damage. Ooh. That's a sharp carrot. Uh, Am I still in danger? From helping? Yeah. Yeah, I think you, I don't know, maybe have like run into the fray or something, but I think maybe a, a snowman has snuck up behind you and has just kind of like high-fived you, uh, which actually like freezes you in place. Yeah. Ah. So you have, you you are stunned and you cannot take action at the moment. Burr, that's cold. Well, I'm too frozen to ha- ask for help or anything, so I hope someone notices me soon. You two, quit snipping at each other and help Bordeaux! She's in danger! I'm not snipping. She's the one that's... I just wanted to help. P- Pippin is also like, uh... Guys, they're getting closer. That's enough. It's time for action. We need to bid adieu to these bonhommes. And I dart forward onto the snow. I want to go to the one that's towering over Pippin that has a, a scarf dangling down, because that's what I think I can reach. Okay. And I guess I'm just gonna... I'm very bad at physical, but we need to get Pippin safe, so I'm gonna try to clash at, with this snowman and try to, like, pull his scarf off like I'm the fucking Coppertone sunscreen dog. Is this considered, like, protect someone? Or... Oh, true. 
I'm rolling with Persona to protect Pippin from this accursed snowman. Hey, that's not bad. That's just a flat nine. On seven to nine, hold one, choose an option, redirect the attack to yourself, have the damage, put the attacker in a bad spot, giving an ally plus one forward against it, deal damage back to the attacker equal to your physical rating. Uh, I think I want to put the attacker in a bad position. I bound across the top of the snow with my delicate foxy paws barely breaking the frozen surface of the ground, and I leap forward and sink my jaws around the edge of this tattered scarf, and with all my might, I scrabble my paws, dig in the snow, and pull the snowman back so he teeters onto the ground, leaving him open for a direct strike uh, from whoever wants to attack it. Pippin gives you some, like, finger guns. Nice, thanks. <laughs> and uh, this the snowman is on the ground, easy picking. Has a problem. Uh, I'm gonna use my idle ability, all eyes on me, on the snowman that is bothering Eli, uh, which will make me have to roll plus persona, eleven. And if uh, I'm just basically going to go to be like, your snowballs are disproportionate. That's devastating. What does this move do? I think it's pulling aggro. Yeah, basically it pulls aggro. It says that they're, uh, it just directs their attention towards me and they have no restriction on what they will do. Okay, the the horde of snowmen all start bouncing towards you. I guess three of them start bouncing towards you and one of them slowly like, <laughs> tries, to, tries to stand up. Oh, the one I've got. I like to try and like Benny Hill, like run around in circles with my lightning abilities and make them just like chase me while the group kind of collects themselves. Okay, is this is this, is this just like how you're pulling focus though? Yes. Though I don't believe I can like pull the attention of all of them. It's like the one individual one, and you know, if I'm lucky, I guess the other one. But... The one that's on me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like trying to figure out because I literally my power is also free something in a block of ice, so that's not helpful. No. Oh, freeze or something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm open to like any creative stuff. If you want to tell me that, like, because you can, like, you can freeze things, you can also, like, take freeze away. Like, just sell it to me, you know? We're just here to have fun. It's just, like, cool magic. Do you have, like, an ice move? Like, is that a. Yeah, I have cold grip of fear, which is literally freeze someone in ice. So I'm doing a reverse of that. Okay. Warm grip of. What, what is, what are the things from that? Um, you can encase your hands in ice, allowing you to freeze people in place when you touch them. Cool. I think you can just do that backwards. I'll roll now. Plus one. I rolled with mystical, then I got a 10. I think you, you roll a 10 and it just works. Um, yeah, so I uh, flip and jump and cartwheel my way over to Eli. I'm still wearing my gloves. I pull them off and touch the ice on either side. It starts to melt, then sizzles, and then evaporates away. Okay, I come unfrozen and I use my fire to uh, wick that moisture away from me so I'm not just like dripping wet and I know we're in the middle of something, but I still give Azur a big hug. Thank you so much. That wasn't very fun. I am hands straight to my sides during your hug and I say, Bordeaux, we gotta... Get Pippin and Vixen to safety. You're right. Hot chocolate later, you're right. Bring in to help uh, Vixen. Okay, the one snowman that is still struggling to get up as Vixen. <sighs> I can't hold him back much longer. He's so strong. He has snow power. Holds the scarf. Oh, it's the scarf. In, in her mouth and pulls on it. This is a commentary on humans' relationship with dogs. I would like to take um, one of my chef's knife, chef knives 
and heat that as well with my burn ability and then cut the scarf away so that we don't have to unravel it. It just falls down. Nice. Okay, cool. So you get a plus one because I've um, protected, I've put the attacker in a bad position. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I also get another plus one because of my burn ability. And then do I... I think you're rolling like plus yeah, three because somebody else yeah. buffed you. You love supporting each other. 13. Okay, yeah. And now my forward is gone, right? Yeah. You get to pick your thing. Yeah, let's suffer no damage. Bordeaux winks at Vixen and is like, that's why you got to keep them sharp. Guys, a little help here. Can I use my ribbon as like a lasso and bring one of the snowman over to me so Noir doesn't have as many snowmen to contend with? Sure, why not? Is that a special ability you have? Or is this just like your weapon? My weapon is just can go th- up to 300 feet. So I thought that would be fun to do. Damn, okay. Love that for you. I think it's just, I think it's just some clashing. Clashing? So clashing with um, just physical. Seven. You both do damage to each other um, equal to your weapon or to your physical stat. So my physical stat is a uh, plus two damage. Okay, as the sheer force that you pull this thing with, like shaves off the bottom of the snowman as you pull it to you. So it's like really just like a head by the time it gets to you. <laughs> nice. So you, you've almost done it, but uh, as, it, as it gets close to you, it also spits its carrot nose at you. And you also take, you take another two harm. They love the carrot <laughs> so nose. You're just getting pierced with carrots. Is uh, Noir gonna come in and steal her thunder? I stick my foot in the ground and I slide about three feet as I as I turn to face them and square up. My my phones as if they are like a a, a outlaw's reliable six shooters. I stand ready as they approach me. Are you taking action? What are the uh, items that they're wearing? These two. Uh, one of them is a snowman with two mitts, and one of them has earmuffs. Oof, mitts are very, very, di- that's like the boss then. Mitts are difficult boss to get level. off. I'm gonna go for the one wearing the earmuffs. I use my my lightning fast speed uh, to try and just like surprise it, close the distance quickly, and just snatch it. You clashing? Clash, got it. Oh my God, I'm all over. This is the third time I rolled five and six. Uh, that's a physical, so I'm on a 10. It's a rolling too good. Sorry. <laughs> Dang, that's nice, baby. So you, you get up like real close to it. You also get like a carrot, I don't know, to the chest as you like, oh! <laughs> get real close to this thing. You take a uh, two arm here. I want to do like, a, so I turn, like I said, as I wonderfully described, you know, with the squaring up and I want it to be like one move, super anime, one move where I just like zip past and then like the next moment I'm like standing kind of half leaning forward, Naruto-esque pose forward and uh, I have uh, in my hand that's held out behind me, a pair of earmuffs as nice. uh, from behind me, as I know, look, one of the snowmen topples to the ground. No scope, 360 earmuffs, <laughs> speed run. I want to do something. Please. Me and Lyra are standing next to this one that we just uh, took the scarf off of. We see that Azur has been carrot stabbed a bunch and that Noir is still facing off against two snowmen. I look up at Lyra and say, our friends need our help. I think Marina's allergic to carrots. I'll go heal her up while you go help Noir. You got it. 
and then uh, ruffle your little fox head and bound off to Noir. I head over to uh, Azure and I use my healing hug. I can heal two harm without having to roll for it. As I land in front of you, Azure, and gently nuzzle against your leg where the carrot hit you <laughs> and kiss it better. You are restored two harm. Thanks. Give you an affectionate scritch. No. What is the uh, article of clothing that the snowman I have is wearing? Can it be like a corncob pipe? Aww. Nice. And then you smoke it? Fuck yeah. My pipe now, bitch. A corncob pipe is funny. As I'm giving Vixen like a affectionate scratch under the ear, I pull the corncob pipe out of its mouth. Okay. Just snowman hands is left. I think Lyra's up, right? Bordeaux? I want to melt the snowman. We've been doing a lot of removing of articles of clothing. Let's just do a classic melt. So I'll spin around and I'll like put my wooden spoon to the snowman and let it just bury itself inside the snow and melt away. All right, go ahead and clash for me. Cool. Oh, that's a six. Ooh, a failure. You stick your spoon <laughs> into this creature. <laughs> The snowman's head does like an uncanny like swivel thing Ah. and it just looks like it grins horribly. This like weird floaty voice comes out of it and it just says, you have not seen the last of me. And uh, the snowman like crumples into nothing. But then you look and see that Pippin's totally gone. (gasps) Ah. Pippin! I use my kitchen voice, which is yelling. (laughs) Pippin! Girls, what's going on around here? We need to figure it out before those guys come back. And save our friend. I can, hang on guys, I can try and trace their their GPS on their phone. Okay. (laughs) Just like text them and be like, Pippin, where are you? (laughs) Where are you? Where are you? You, Turn on find my friends. You you okay? Uh, I opened Snapchat. And open the snap map. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, the snap map. Wait, no, snap map only works, only updates when they open it. Well, we're always snapping. Maybe Pippin's snapping wherever they are. Uh, They have a, like, thousand-day streak. Really good friends. Even when they're in, like, mortal peril. Yes. That's when you get the best snaps. XD. (laughs) Okay, you open Snapchat. You... (laughs) You have a video snap from Pippin. Oh, oh I was wrong. I hop onto Noir's shoulder and look at the snap. Make it play. What does it do? Wait, wait, wait. Everyone, everyone gather around. As I'm not sure if you know, but Snapchat only allows you to view whatever it is that you're sent by your friends a single time. So we better watch it all very, very closely because after I watch this once, it'll be deleted forever. and We won't have any way of finding Pip. I'm like holding Vixen a bit because she's trying to like paw at the screen, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. Do you yeah. have games on this? I press my finger and hold it to the screen so that it plays. Okay, you see Pip's face and their flop of purple hair, and what filter is on it? Oh, they are. Yeah, what filter's on it? Um, There's no filter. Oh my God, there's no filter. <laughs> there's no filter, there was no time for a filter. That's serious. Um, and they, they say, I have no idea where I am, but it's so flippin' cold here. You gotta get your butts here ASAP. 
And then, and then you hear, like, footsteps approach, and they're like, oh, and, like, kind of drop their phone, and the video ends. So it's cold. Were they inside or outside? Was it light or dark? It was kind of dark and, like, look, look like kind of bluish surroundings. So not, like, out in the open. What could be colder than being outside on a day in February at Carnival? Um, a freezer, especially freezers that are a little bit faulty. So, uh, kitchen? You think they stuffed Pip in a freezer? <laughs> we did not fridge Pip, I promise. <laughs> well, that's the first place Lyra goes. What if we glimpsed the truth with, like, roles and abilities? I'm so adept at glimpsing the truth. Yeah, maybe it's, like, kind of off the, off the Snapchat you are, like, glimpsing. Uh, yeah, like I got the Snapchat open on the right phone, and the left phone is like cross-referencing whatever little details I can. I can. It's just matrix numbers. Get. I'm like, Late you know, numbers. being like dark blue, cold room, and um, that works. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll glimpse the truth. Thirteen. Whoa. Can y'all stop rolling so good all the time? What the fuck? It's fine. You're allowed to know this. Okay, you, again, rolled over 12, so you get to ask any question that is not on the list. Where are they at? The blue surroundings that were around Pippin are the unmistakable walls of the Ice Hotel located at the top of Mont Royal. Jesse, can you turn into, like, a magical flying beast? No. No, we'll have to take Le Metro. Oh, it's like far. <laughs> do you stay magical to get on the subway or do you revert back? I really like the, obviously, the image of us like crowding on and just like yes. in our like skimpy, like freely outfits. Oh, like... yeah. Yeah. Stay magical. Yeah. And they're like fucking. It's also boobs. like downtown Montreal, so no one bats an eye. The three of you and your fox pal dash into. The metro at Place des Arts and head to Montréal. You step out of the subway, you run up all the flights of stairs. Lots of people are staring at you, but they maybe just roll their eyes and think it's an anime convention. And you make your way out into the, the, the cloudy afternoon, like in Shrek. Um, how there's like the swirling dark cloud around the volcano and the dragon's lair. There are swirling clouds over the ice hotel at the top of this mountain. Does it look like snowmen have been rampaging around here or it's been hit by the same storm that the carnival had been hit by? No, the ice palace is very much intact. There are like two snow people standing guard at the entrance. But... Otherwise, it seems like very much like the fortress on the hill. You can't touch me. Yeah. So just to say there's no like crowd, like everyone's been chased out of here. Yeah. Okay. Every like most of most of the stuff was happening like at street level down below. And uh, those people have obviously like scattered to the winds. Sure. Yeah. There's no one here. There's two guarding a big front door. Mm -hmm. Okay. Should we fight? Should we sneak? I bet we could sneak. There's only two of them. Lyra will take a rock and throw it uh, the opposite direction that we're in so that to alert them that way. <laughs> uh, Bordeaux throws, throws the stone. The two snowmen 
look at each other, and then boing, boing, boing. I'm picturing them like the scarecrow from House Movie Castle. Sure, turn a pen. Nice. Yeah, and and go off chasing this rock, allowing the four of you to sneak in undetected. What's it like inside this ice hotel? It's impressive. Like, ice architecture is really cool. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't going to be until you said it. Well, it came to my mind after I said it that I had made a silly anyway. <laughs> right. Like, it, the walls are just, like, so smooth. Like, the carving is, like, so uh, intricate. Like it, but it, it doesn't seem like sharp. Like everything is like just so. Um, the the lobby, I guess, of, of this hotel is looks like very fancy. It kind of imitates like a casino kind of vibe, um, or or like slightly palatial, I guess, in nature. So there's there's like a ornately carved welcome desk where there is no one. There are two winding staircases that. Uh, cross either side and, and meet at the top, where there's like a balcony. Wow, this wall is so smooth and shiny, I can see myself in it. Lyra um, puts away her wooden spoon and t- pulls out her butcher's knife and is like, I feel like I could just burn a hole through this floor here. I'd like to investigate this like front room. Can I glimpse the truth? Please. Oh, shit. Wow, we are rolling really well today. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a 10. I'm glimpsing the truth. I hold three. So I got three questions. Who is in control here? I'm like, it's one thing to get Pippin back, but what kind of villain would hide out in a hotel made of ice? You hear the same floaty voice that you heard uh, that came from the last snowman uh, echo distantly from the balcony above. What does it say? It's, it's just like distant laughter. Oh, okay. Do I recognize i recognize it from earlier but like do you mm. recognize it in a broader sense um i guess you of all people maybe would this is the voice of blanche i recognize this voice it's blanche she used to be a guardian spirit of winter but then she grew frosty and cold and now she plays mischievous pranks this is worse than anything i've seen her do before i'm scared sounds like we're gonna need to warm blanche up what's the most dangerous thing here I feel like there's got to be like a trap or something around this like big front room. If you try to do anything fast in this ice palace hotel, there's a pretty good chance that you'll end up flat on your butt. I look up at Noir and I say, promise me you'll take it slow. I don't want you slipping. Don't worry. I have lots of experience with ice levels. I know exactly what to do. This is no game. And lastly, can I do like, um, what are they trying to hide in like a sense of getting at least a direction for Pippin? You can't make out words that that are being said, but you also hear Pippin's voice like very distantly coming from the top floor of this ice hotel. Yeah, I cock my little fox ears and I'm like, shh, I hear something. Pippin's upstairs, but so is Blanche. I guess if I were a big baddie, I'd also want to take the penthouse too. That makes sense. Uh, I guess there's no... Ice elevators. We gotta take the ice stairs. But be careful, because they're probably very slippery. Wait. Hang on. I'm doing some research. Yes, there's a case here of a particular group that... 
yes, there was a bunch of survivors that in 1983 that that were stranded and all they had was it was a plane crash and all they had was the chef and and 200 feet of rope and it seems here they tied the chef's knives to the end of the rope to make some kind of makeshift grappling hook i think that if we employ the same strategies here that well really quick sorry i think we have a 98 percent chance of success bordeaux can Give me one of your knives. Let's do it. I'll give you one of my knives. Not my favorite, but I'll give you one. Her name is Beatrice. Just be gentle with her, okay? I snag it and tie the rope. <laughs> I don't like this idea. I'm afraid. Bordeaux, you can't lose hope now. We can do this together. Uh, she, like, tries to psych herself up and is like, yeah, you're right. But then as soon as she, like, touches the ribbon, she's like, ah, ah, I just don't want to be so high up. Can we psych you up with our, like, abilities that is what this game is about? Please. Because when I said we can do this together, I capitalized all of those words, and I'm going to do that role. Um, <laughs> we're cooperative, and I'm using... I mean, this is clearly emotional. That's a fail. Oh, no. Oh, no. Our relationship breaks. <gasps> my actions put both of us in danger. Oh, the drama. Uh, I lose one point for my power pool, and our relationship breaks. Oh, no. Does she, fall, does she, like, fall and so she loses trust or something? It's like when you tell someone, don't worry, everything's going to be fine. This bad thing won't happen. And then the bad thing happens. You hear Vixen's encouraging words. You're the last one up the rope. And the stairs just, like, they just turn into, like, a slide. They stop being stairs. And the, the two of you slip off the end of the rope and just go sliding down and then circling, spinning uh, on the ice below as Blanche reveals herself at the top of the stairs. Do we take damage? Yeah, you you slide down, you like both kind of knock heads against like one of the walls <laughs> and you each take three harm. Ah, we slid far and fast. I think uh, she doesn't, Lyra's not a lash out type. She's a, I'm disappointed in you. I'm not mad. So I like roll to my feet and I try to like scrabble over to you and I'm like, Bordeaux, ça va? I kind of like push you away and I'm tilted away from you and I'm like, it's, I'm fine. It's fine. I just hurt myself. And you think you can see like a tear rolling down my side cheek. We're stuck down here physically and we're weakened emotionally. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Blanche has stepped out um, at at the top of the stairs. She has come to greet the two of you who made it to the top. What's the look? It's a little Elsa. I won't lie. She looks like the human incarnation of an icicle. It's just like this like shimmering, partly sheer dark blue dress that that comes to a, a sharp taper um, at the bottom. She has uh, flowing white hair that looks like it is blowing in some type of breeze that you don't feel. And she has white long gloves on as well. Blanche in her icicle glory does a grand welcoming gesture and just says, well, 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 what do we have here? I um, threateningly snap my ribbon and I say, what have you done with Pippin? Oh, so feisty, I see. Have you come 
to party. We don't want to party with the likes of you. You give guardian spirits a bad name. Oh, Vixen. Mm -hmm. So nice to see you again. I bear my fangs at Blanche. Ugh, you bring me back. I want to try kitchen knife ice climbing gear. They're pickaxes now. Okay. Uh, before we resolve that, um, Bordeaux, I think I would ask you to either roll like keep your, keep your wits about you or thwart peril. I would like to use thwart peril because if I'm working with allies or other heroes, then I get plus one. Are your allies helping you? Sure. I can send my ribbon back down to give you something to grab again. You're going to like fish her up from the bottom floor. Fish me up, baby. Nice. <laughs> uh, do I have to roll something first if I'm the one helping? You can do this together. With physical. Okay. Ten. Holy shit. Oh, and I see the relationship as competitive. Okay, so both of you get plus one to your next roll. Oh, that's awful. But with all my ads, it still goes up to seven, I guess. Bordeaux, you'll be able to achieve this, but you will take a condition, which is whatever the persona penalty is. Like after this, like you will not believe in yourself. <laughs> you haven't been able to oh, do this no. by yourself. You, this is the second time you're trying to get up the rope and you're slipping and you're slipping and, and you're trying so hard to hang on. So you can, you can get to the top, but your self-esteem's real hurt. Okay. Love that. Hate that for you. The condition that you take is called self-doubting. And your stat will become minus one until they are healed. Boo. Oh, it's so cute to see you uh, try so hard. Well, one thing you don't understand, Blanche, is that with, with, with friends, we can do anything. When one of us falls, one of us stands even taller. How very noble. I... I run at her. Okay, what do you want to do? I don't have a weapon, so um, I guess just a punch. Okay, roll clash. Eight. What's your physical stab bonus? Minus one. So your punch will do one damage. So you <laughs> you just kind of like run up to her and, and punch her like a sullen child. And she manifests this icicle staff points it at you and like blasts you back against the nearest wall and you take five damage. Woo! <laughs> See, it's so cute when you talk about working together, when the whole planet is working against its own planet. Ah, that's her deal. Can I get close enough to Blanche to touch her? I just want to like run up and like grab her wrist or something. What? So what do you want to do when you touch her? Um, I want to freeze her. I think you can thwart peril to try and sneak up to do this. 15, one, five. What the fuck? 12 plus three, uh, Blanche. Disgusting. Okay. That is disgusting. <laughs> the golden girls are quaking. Sure, you, so she she's just uh, blasted Noir back against the wall. She hasn't even had time to take stock of where the rest of you are when you, Azure, run up behind her and grab her by the wrist. Yeah, I grab her by the wrist and just the opposite of what happened when I unfroze um, Bordeaux earlier, the condensation comes in towards her and starts to um, create those pretty little um, 
hexagonal snowflake crystals all over her body and quickly they all combine together to completely freeze her in ice. I like the idea of you just like Ooh. exhaling kind of like into your hands first and then just gathering all that condensation. Sure. Okay, so is there more on that or is she just like encased in ice? She's encased in ice. Um, I want her to be able to speak though because- Just neck down. That's more fun. Yeah, so maybe like yeah. maybe like up to like her jaw. Okay. She can speak, but she's gotta like strain. Your character is French lady encased in ice up to her jaw. Let's hear it. Okay, I will try not to move my jaw so much when I speak. <laughs> yeah, so you've got her frozen like a, a statue with, with her arm out. Um I think she just I think she just laughs. <laughs> just like, ah, I see we are not so different, you and I. There's one big difference between us. And what is that? That difference is friendship. I like take a step back to like lead the way for uh, Bordeaux and for Noir and for Vixen to like do their do. Yeah, okay, I run I run next to Azur's side and I'm like, this is it. This is the moment we have to take a road now, but we can't do it, just the two of us. Bordeaux, Vixen, come on. Sure, so Bordeaux is just about to get to the top. Maybe um, she's not like, Lyra's not like, I don't think I can do this, but at first she starts, she's slipping a lot. Like she can't get that first purchase. She's getting really frustrated and you can see her like, ugh, at herself. Hold on tight and believe in yourself. I know you can get up here. Lyra tries again. I'm trying, it's just ugh, this is so hard. Maybe like is Blanche like starting to like be out of this ice at all? I think I think it's starting to to crack a little bit. She is a powerful enemy. You can't trap her here forever. Maybe she's got like a, a, a sly smile, and I know that some bad stuff's coming. And it's Bordeaux, uh, Bordeaux, we need you. I believe in you. You can do it. I'm still in, I'm still stuck down there. Could I maybe? use my I wish ability and try to do like a super leap up to the top level of the ice hotel front parlor. Cause I haven't really actually rolled anything with mystical, which is my like min maxed highest stat. And that's an 11. Great. Tell me how it goes. I, uh, I'm still like kind of reeling and little tears are welling up in my big pink foxy eyes because Lyra pushed away from me and started climbing up herself. But then I look up and at the top of the staircase, I can see all three of my girls working together, helping Bordeaux up and leading her up so they can unleash their final attack against Blanche. And I screw my eyes up. I find my hope and my courage, my resilience. And then I dig my paws in and I do an amazing leap arcing through the air, snow and frost glistening on my pink fur as I land delicately on top of the ice block that Blanche is frozen in. Mm -hmm. And I say, you may have the strength of an icy heart, but that's nothing compared to the warmth of love. Beautiful. <laughs> so the the ice is continually cracking ar around Blanche as she struggles to get free of Azur's icy prison. It's so cute, you know, how you have your little festival every year celebrating the winter, how cold it is, and yet every year, it is warmer and warmer in the winter. This is German, Getting and that's German. okay. <laughs> it's just so quaint, you know? I 
I do not understand. You do nothing to protect the planet and then you are celebrating how cold it is in the winter and trying to stay warm. You always wanted to be warm. I try to understand, but I don't. And so I destroyed your little festival. Uh -oh. So silly. When the villain is talking, making sense. Making sense. <laughs> Lyra points, Lyra points at Blanche and says, enough of that. Okay, you guys have to find other ways to get in on this, but I really want, like, Lyra or Bordeaux makes this huge frying pan-type hammer that's, like, fully on fire, but she's not strong enough to wield it, and, like, Azur has to wield it because she's stronger. Oh, like a group weapon? What if it's, like, hear me out. Uh, you, like, summon this big frying pan, and then Azur wraps the handle around uh, her whip, and then Noir like electrifies the metal pan and then I like swing it around in my teeth and we like bat bonk her on the head with it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. That happens. That happens. That happens. <laughs> the threads that bind us. Keep us together. We're stronger together. Now yours is cut. Le bond de nos you take your super infused with love and magic frying pan of doom and love, I guess, and comically bop her on the head. The remaining ice case shatters, crumbles into pieces. Blush falls flat on her face, as, as you do in anime. Um, and you can see, like, the stress lines above. <laughs> and again, you hear... You haven't held the last of me. And then she falls asleep. Let's get Pippin and get out of here. Kitchen voice. Pippin, where are you? Oh, hey. Hey, I'm back here. Bounding forward. Pippin is lounging in a hotel room on a bed. Are you okay? I checked them for any injuries. Your, your snap said that you were, you said you were cold. You look like you were in danger. You look pretty comfy to me. Sorry, I panicked. Blanche and I didn't get to talk. And then as the video ended, she she came in and we were we were chatting. She's just so lonely, guys. Uh, maybe we shouldn't have beat her up. We beat her up a lot. Well. <laughs> she at least okay. has a concussion. <laughs> I mean, she seems like a pretty powerful witch or whatever. I think she'll be okay. It's what she deserves for ruining Carnival. Let's go. Lyra wants to brew everyone hot cocoa, including Blanche. She brews her some sorry for not talking it out hot cocoa. So we bring Blanche with us back to the dorm room and make cocoa. Yeah, we talk it out. We talk about an action plan on how to um, fight climate change effectively. And perhaps that Carnival offers an opportunity to educate more people because there's an influx of, of, of more people that wouldn't hear so much about that. So perhaps there's like a, you know, a tent that can yeah. educate people. The educational you know. tent. That's so sad. Yeah. But next that, year, the educational tent's packed. <laughs> and we zoom out uh, as, as your very important conversation just kind of turns in inaudible. The the screen irises out to black, but the final shape is a little fox face. Vixen gives like a cute little wink, and then uh, the credit song rolls. We hope you enjoyed our strongest anime energy episode yet. It was so much fun to record. Pippin from this episode was named after our patron and dear friend Pip. 
I am hereby naming them the patron saint of crows and this podcast. If you want to be as cool as Pip, consider subbing to our Patreon. Tiers start at just $2 a month and our Monster Hearts Session Zero is going to be a Patreon exclusive next month for all tiers, so get in on that to unlock a year's worth of goodies. And speaking of goodies, I want to tell you about a podcast I've been loving and devouring called Tabletop Potluck. Tabletop Potluck was born when a ragtag group of friends found themselves wishing for more representation in actual play podcasts. They chose to be the change they wished to see in the world, and now every Monday they showcase representation in all forms, from players and characters to entire systems. That's a Tabletop Potluck guarantee. The show is available at tabletoppotluck.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love the Many Realms one-shots and episodes under an hour and short arcs, you will love this group. It is my personal favorite flavor of chaos and shenanigans. Please check it out. Okay, that's it. Have a great day. Bye!